2: Welcome back to The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and was personally told by the Queen to not be anywhere near England for her platinum jubilee. My guest today is someone who's just so disgustingly talented that it's upsetting to me, honestly. He's a comedian, performer, and currently writes on Netflix's animated series, Human Resources. He also co-hosts the podcast, Keeping Records, with Shelby Wolstein, Let's Give, A big, juicy welcome to Caleb Huron. I have here, I'm actually a very rare treat for me, another queer comedian that's uh, younger and hotter than me. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, well,
3: I am flattered. I'm actually sort of humbled by this. It's very
2: disrespectful. Uh, There's definitely more uh, young queer comedians and I'm not liking it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I
3: I don't like it either, and it actually pisses. When I'm at a show and someone starts talking about being queer, I'm like, why don't I just stop you right
2: there? That's my <laughs> thing. <laughs> and you know what? That is actually very smart of you because I should have done that when I started. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why are we on the same lineup? Also, you already had a gay person on the lineup. Why did you? That's exa- more? one at a time. One right. at a time.
3: You've got like one woman, Look. one queer person. Stop. The- <laughs> do whatever else you want. Don't put more queer people on the lineup when I'm on.
2: I don't think we're helping our cause, are we?
3: No, surely not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, it's a bad, we have a bad approach, but we would definitely be more rich if we were the only queer comics working. Hello. Hands down.
2: That's like it's, but you know what? Off topic of what sure. <laughs> the show is sure. actually about, uh, which is an even more crueler topic, <laughs> which is gossip. Mm. And that's why I have you here, because I feel like you have probably a very solid history with gossip. Oh, honey. I love <laughs> gossip. I actually love gossip
3: so much that, did you ever read that article a couple years ago that was popular that was like, why gossip
2: is politically powerful? No. Did you read? There was this whole I thing. I don't read. Whole, <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, I don't either, so all. let's start there.
3: <laughs> I read the headline in like three sentences, and I was like, yeah, that's my new outlook. I got it. That's, that's, whole thing. that's my new outlook, and Perfect. I'm going to tell people about this. No, there was this big thing that people were sharing that was like, actually, (laughs) it was like, like, actually gossip uh, has helped women survive. And it's been an important network for queer people. And I was like, sure, I like doing it. And that sounds cool. So good. Let's, let's go with that. Yeah.
2: Whatever excuse we can look, I'm always for anybody finding a good reason for me to do terrible stuff. And I'm fine with that. So are you like, is your family, are you like a long line of gossips family wise? Oh yeah, my, I'm I'm from Missouri,
3: rural Missouri, and it's it that's the whole. I mean, small town, small town, rural gossip is like the only reason those places still exist is because they love talking about each other
2: and sticking around so they know what people are doing. I'm proud of that. I love that. I love that culture because I, I I did uh, live in Missouri for a couple of years in my childhood as well. Where did and you it, live? I, we live in St. Louis, Missouri, the first place we moved to when we came to America. Oh, St. Louis. Yes, and we like we showed up during a blizzard. So we were very disappointed when we got here.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's not ideal. I'm sorry. We, like
2: if I had a Yelp review of America on the first day, wouldn't have been good.
3: <laughs> yeah, if I had
2: known, I would have done something for you guys, but I didn't know. Is your mother a gossip as well? Or Kelly.
3: Is Kelly a gossip? <laughs> I would say, I would say definitely. My mom's an icon. She's usually, I think, the center of the story. It's like, my mom is somebody who she's banned from a bar in my hometown because a guy wouldn't stop touching her and her friends, so she smashed a beer bottle over his head. Like, this is a bitch who like <laughs> She recently uh, called me and was like, you're not going to believe what I did yesterday. And I was like, what? And I always believe it, by the way, because it's always something insane. And she's like, me and the girls went to Red Robin to have a couple drinks to celebrate something at work. And they kicked us out because we got too drunk. She got kicked out of a Red Robin at 4 p.m. <laughs> for getting too drunk. I'm like, this is a woman who's not... <laughs>
2: she she sort of plays by her own rules. I'm... <laughs> I can't, like, it takes so much to get kicked out of that situation. As somebody who's worked yeah. at a Denny's and a Red Robin situation, yeah. like, it's like, you have to be, so she's a star. She's she is, a star. <laughs>
3: that is she's perfect. a star. More of a star than I am. I'm pretty boring. My mom's cool as
2: fuck. But you also, you so you, how long have you been in L.A. now? You just moved here not too long ago. I moved here during the pandemic, mm. and I've been here, I guess, about a year now. How do you feel about the motif here? Are you enjoying it? Is it? I love L.A. Oh, see, that's what I love to hear. I love L.A. Non-celebrity gossip. Have you heard any since you've been here? Have you been a part of any?
3: Uh, I will say, uh,
2: almost all the gossip I've heard since I've gotten here has been celebrity gossip. That's the that's the unfortunate part of it. Yeah. all, is that I've only gotten the celeb gossip and like some, and none of it's really that fun to know.
3: <laughs> well, I, we should talk. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I do know, I'm hearing some, not now, but I'm, I'm hearing some stuff that I'm pretty interested in.
2: See, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I like, uh, I like the small town information. I like the. F- well, the, like, and I do too. I'll tell you, I did,
3: we, I, the neighborhood I live in, Um, I, when I move into a new place, I usually, mm-hmm. I didn't do it when I moved in here because of COVID, but I usually bake a bunch of like cookies or muffins or something and take it to all the neighbors and be like, Hey, I'm here. Um, my Midwestern ass, I really can't help myself. And, but one of the women that I met, uh, just like I would, I was like walking down the street and talking to people. She, I won't say her real name. We'll call her Mary. Mary, like really attached to me. We kind of got very, we kind of like really got into a conversation and she was like, take my phone number, take my phone number. I was like, okay. So I took her phone number and she's like, texting me all the time being like, you got to try this pizza place. And I'm like, okay. So she's like, really, we're like really kind of connected. She's like, try these cookies. I'm like, okay. So she's telling me about the neighborhood. She's lived here for a long time. And the other day, she, I'm getting out of my car, and she like runs up to me. And she would run up to me a lot, like when I'm out on the street, and if I'm getting out of my car or whatever, she would like see me on the porch, and she come say hi. But she runs up to me frantic, and I was like, "What's up, Mary?" And she was like, "My mom passed," and I was like, "No, I'm so sorry." And she was like, two weeks ago," and I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And she was like, "And then today, my dad passed," and I was like, "Jesus Christ, okay, I'm so what? You know what can I do?" And I was like, can we get you anything? Can we and she was like, she was like, no, no, no. I just um I'm gonna send you the service information. And I was like, What? I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then and then I come or what, you know, I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can go. Uh, regardless of when it is. It could be in my backyard <laughs> while I'm free and I don't think I can make it. <laughs> yeah. Cause this is odd. <laughs> but I love her, but then she uh like she's a sweet lady. She's older, and I like I was kind of like when she was like my parents died. I was like, damn, good for them, you know? Like they really hung around. Yeah, she sent me the the information, and I was like, hi, would love to send flowers. I hope you guys are doing okay. Um, just let me know where I can send stuff. And she she was like, oh, we don't need any, we don't need any flowers or anything. Just wanted to make you aware. And I said, sounds good, Mary. And we haven't talked since. And I don't, I still to this moment, I'm like was I supposed to go
2: or like, I don't, I don't know. You but, were supposed to go. But,
3: but Mary, well, I can't do that. Mary's, no, parents, that's just, Mary's parents have passed and now I don't, we're, I guess on strange terms.
2: Yeah. That's a very weird thing to tap back into.
3: <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know where we pick it up. I don't know where we pick it up. <laughs> you just got to cut ties. You gotta, and I'm, well, I'm moving out of the neighborhood very soon. Like I'm currently in the process just, of moving out look, of the neighborhood.
2: Look at this point. The next time you're gonna see Mary is at her funeral. Honestly,
3: That's what's gonna. I mean, I hope someone sends me an invitation. I will go to that one. We know each other. I didn't yeah. know her parents.
2: That's a very weird. That's a very weird invita- invitation to somebody's funeral hey, that you haven't met.
3: I don't like. I don't like going to events for people that I do know. Like wedding. I hate weddings. I hate funerals. I all of it. I don't want to be. I want to be invited and begged to come, and then everyone mm-hmm. understand when
2: I don't do it. Okay, Caleb. I've I've now have not gone to a wedding in eight years. I don't understand. You guys are in love and now I got to fly to Iowa
3: and dress like your cousin. It I've, doesn't
2: make any sense. I got out of a wedding that I was supposed to officiate. That's what that's how skilled I am. So
3: did I. How did you do it? <laughs> I really get out of these motherfuckers. I don't <laughs> find anything?
2: Oh, we are cubs.
3: <laughs> we gotta, no, we got to share tips because the, I can't, I can't Although, keep catching uh, flights to have dinner with somebody.
2: On, I'm oh, sick of it. No. Like I, I feel like something big happened that I had to go for. I, should, I don't know. I, I'll I say work I, every time. I, I was, it like, was definitely work, and it was like the how easily it worked. I was like. Oh, you will never see me at a wedding again. <laughs> yeah, I don't
3: want like to go into them. I, I will I did feel I constantly tell people that I hate weddings and I'll do anything to get out of them. And then recently I really I was supposed to go to one of my best friends from college wedding. Um, a, a, one of my best friends from college married one of my best friends from high school. They met when we were all in college. Really, like something I was like, okay, this is one I gotta go to. And I really did have to cancel because of work. And I felt like they thought I was lying. And I was like, no, this one's <laughs> real. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Uh, and i felt horrible but you can't convince people at that point because they know who i am
2: <laughs> well my first one the officiated the one that was a real uh that was a real one yeah but i've yeah but like it's I, for me like I, w- I want to be like it's it has to be really sloppy like like i want to see a really messy wedding like if i know it's not going to work out and it's probably going to be dangerous that night oh I'll sure <laughs> sure i'll be there for that i'll, I'll be part of the danger i'll, th- yeah. I'll throw some barbs yeah but yeah, if I I was like, know, I can, oh, I just only I can only drink them a very little bit because a bunch of parents are around. I'm not here for that. Uh, yeah, and
3: kids are coming. The destination mm-hmm. stuff. I can't. A very good friend of mine. I actually introduced him to his wife. Um, he they were talking about doing a um, destination thing for a second. I was like, I simply will not be there. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to Turks and Caicos because you guys want to get married. That's not acceptable. Uh, that's, you've heard it here first. Caleb and Solomon will
2: never be at your wedding. <laughs> no, not at all. And in return, I won't ask you to come to mine. I will never ask you to come first to mine. First of all, i am you'd have to go to the gates of hell to come to my wedding. So it's not even <laughs> possible. <laughs> I'm marrying Satan, so, so good luck. <laughs> good
3: luck getting nice in. Nice try, but no.
2: <laughs> but I obviously, I know you have a very juicy piece of uh, gossip uh, situation going on in your high school that I... I got a little idea of, but I feel like I want you to just give me the whole story. <laughs> I want to say it was like my junior or sophomore
3: year when this happened. So you remember, you remember Yik Yak? Yik Yak? Yeah, you have ever...
2: Girl, I'm ancient. I don't Please. know something.
3: You... <laughs> <laughs> so so Yik Yak was big when I was in high school. This is like 2012 and <laughs> stop right. you have to quit you have to let me do you have to let me do the episode Do the, yes. <laughs> but can you not make me feel like dust in the process <laughs> look 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 i people have to know that the that, that yik yak was big Yik-Yak? whatever yik yak they found a way at my school i think i think this is how the the uh, event transpired is that yik yak was this platform where people would post anonymous content and a lot of people are getting bullied of course which is of course bad but like kind of funny and <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the thing. <laughs> yes bullying's kind of funny because it's always kind of true look
2: i i will never forget like every time i've been bullied i look back at it i'm like that was really hilarious (laughs) when they get it right I mean that's the other thing too is I'm always I always
3: get annoyed when people are like oh you're fat you're gay I'm like right right but I have to plug my nose when I jump into a pool with my hand (laughs) like I can't do it without my hand being on my nose Uh if somebody bullied me for
2: that I'd be like oh devastating oh somebody called me lady hips randomly once. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> not lady <laughs> don't even. I don't even know what it means
3: But it's stuck in my head for the rest of time That's one that'll stick with There are some that stick with you But I think bullying overall needs to make a comeback Oh it yes It really Man it, it, it's necessary You've got a lot of kids now who are not being yeah. bullied at all And it's, I don't think it's look, going well
2: Look as a long time gay bully um, I feel like that's something necessary uh, Especially for straight heterosexual men They need to I said straight heterosexual Like why did I have to repeat it? <laughs> no it was necessary I yeah. thought what you said was powerful I bullying them seems to be fun, and I I think taking every chance I could. Uh, I wish I could go back in time and do it, but I can't.
3: We, yeah, well, we also need, and I think you'll agree with us. You don't have to, but I think the I think that we need to bring back the like catty bitchy awful gay man. Where's that gone?
2: Look, I haven't stopped. Yeah. I've been doing the work. <laughs> <laughs> You've only ever been nice to me, which is I'm kind of I'm I'm. I'm a, it's unfortunate here. Unfortunately for you, I'm only I'm always nice to uh, people in the family. Uh, so until you decide to become heterosexual, you're going to have to deal with a nice virgin of Solomon.
3: Well, you would have loved me in high school. So in high school, the Yik Yak was like, yeah. So I, th- I think what happened was my school district found a way on their servers to ban Yik Yak. Like you couldn't access Yik Yak from school, which is of course when you want to do most of the gossiping, it's when you learn stuff. Yeah. So a, a, a Twitter account was created Called um, I'm from a town called Chillicothe, Missouri, and a Twitter Sorry, account... Sorry, did you say Chillicothe? Coffee? Chillicothe. Coffee, it's Native American. It means little town on Big River. Very um, and there are no Native American people in my town, so you can imagine at some point how uh, bad that was. Um, but the, it was called Chili Confessions, this Twitter account. Really? And, yeah, and you can imagine what was going on <laughs> on there. It was basically anything we heard at school, like so-and-so's hooking up with so-and-so, um, you know redacted name is giving handjobs behind the bowling alley again. She said she was going to stop, but she hasn't. Well, look, her then, name's like, Redacted
2: Name. Give her a break.
3: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, hello. Her parents named her Redacted Name. Disgusting. Uh. Um, but yeah, it was just... It, this Twitter account was tweeting out all of the like high school gossip in our town. And it it
2: got out of control. So you had a gossip girl, is what you're saying. You had a real life... Basically. Did you? Was it ever discovered on who did it? Okay, well... <laughs>
3: you're not gonna gonna believe this okay so so i so basically what happened was the twitter account comes out people start following it it's posting by the way almost entirely accurate drama i had a real pulse on the drama and i knew what was true and false and it was almost (laughs) all true and they the school resource officer the school cop um Started like interviewing people at school and trying to get to the bottom of who. And they were like telling, they were like having all the teachers tell us in class, like, if we find out who's doing this, you're getting expelled, you're not going to college. Like, it became a big drama. And so, after the school resource officer started interviewing people, um, basically the Twitter account just fell off and didn't post anymore because whoever it was got scared. All right. And then so today I was texting my, friend, my friends from high school because I wanted to remember the name of it so I could do the podcast really yeah. good, which I am so far. killing. You're, doing,
2: it. you're nailing it. This is probably the best one so far. Right. I think so. And I think the Hands listeners out. will
3: agree. <laughs> and so <laughs> um, I texted my friends and I was like, what was that, what was that Twitter account called that like, set the school on fire? And my friend tells me the name and then he goes, you're kidding though, right? And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, dude, you ran that account. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, no. And he was like, yes, you did. You and another girl that we went to school with and her boyfriend uh ran that account. And I was like, no, I don't think that's <laughs> true. That sounds like something I would do, but I don't I don't recall this. And then he texted the other two people who had the who like he knew made the account and they were like, Yeah, Caleb did that with us. What? (laughs) And I was like, I legitimately have no
2: (laughs) recollection of this at all. Is it because you've done so many petty things that you can't remember a major? I tend to remember the petty. I mean, I really was, I was
3: shocked, taken aback. Not that I would do that. That sounds exactly like something I would do. Like I said, I have my finger on the pulse. But I was like, and it seems 100% exactly like me to get scared and believe that the cops are going to get you kicked out of college. Like, I would definitely get scared by that and delete the account. So, I, my friends say that I was in on it. I genuinely do not remember this. I just remember how funny the account was.
2: <laughs> I feel... <laughs> I, I feel like you probably were their source of information. That's why they're giving you credit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I
3: might have been involved in creating it. I might have had the password. I have no idea. This was such a big shock to me all day. I've been excited to reveal to you that... I think I was in on the account. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't remember, remember this. <laughs> I mean, it was an iconic account. It was airing all kinds of stuff.
2: Oh, my God. Was there anything? Have you ever been caught up in a rumor yourself in those? Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, I, I think that the big rumor for
3: me all throughout high school would have just been that I was hooking up with guys I went to school with. <laughs> um, That's a good set closet. of rumors.
2: Yeah, they're true. All true. All true. Oh, see, I I'm jealous now. Were you not uh, doing? Were you not doing closeted hookups in high school? Oh no, no, no! I was truly a prude. I uh, oh. no. I lost my virginity at 19 behind a Texaco.
3: <laughs> behind a Texaco. <laughs> in someone, a Ford, you, someone you
2: knew or no? It was a Ford F-150 uh, a Tesco, and I got a blowjob from a Native American drag queen uh, named Larry. Uh, <laughs> he was 55. I'm... <laughs> addicted to that story <laughs>
3: that's exactly how it was supposed to happen by the way
2: oh yeah like it was so back in the day there was a thing called the party line uh and like this is like so you like leave a voice message and then everybody like can like respond to it and you can set up like a hookup from there uh through the phone wait
3: what, what? <laughs> Wait, wait 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 you have your phone your phone's yes. voicemail
2: I leave a vo- little voice message and I just Great. wait for people to listen to it because you can just flip through the, like you can just like you can on, your phone, your, your on your phone, your phone, you can flip through other voicemails and you can hear what the people are describing. And okay wait, and, how do you uh, access their voicemails? Oh, you just they automatically record out. So everyone's listening to yours and like a slew of other uh, recordings. Oh, you're like
3: calling into yeah, a line that's exactly. like, bump, bump. Oh, okay, yeah, exactly okay
2: okay, 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 okay. So like, I'm, I'm like 19 year old virgin phone blows up uh, and come on. And, uh, the, yeah, he lied and said he's a 28-year-old soccer player. And I was like, but, you know, I'm one of the situations. Like, I'm sexually, like, it doesn't it didn't bother me. I, we, we hooked up. Uh, it was the briefest affair. But, yeah, I was 19. You're braver
3: than, you're, you're nicer and braver than I because I, I've showed up to some grinder hookups that, that the, the math was not doing what the math was supposed to do on the pictures and the ages and the descriptions. And I said, I,
2: I'm getting out of here. Yeah, You can't I've... lie to me. If I made the journey, I'm probably going to stick around for a little bit. Wow! But that's also how you end up getting chlamydia at a meth orgy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Chlam- <laughs> <laughs> chlamydia at a meth orgy should be the title of something, memoir, special, something. <laughs> oh, one of these days. But I <laughs> let's go to back to the high school situation. Uh, okay, we're like back I do. in high school. What was what was the uh, what was the biggest pop off of gossip that turned heads and made somebody really upset? I did know that you would ask this. I'm trying to decide because there's most
3: of it was, uh, of course, obviously about who's hooking up with who. Mm -hmm. There was this guy on the football team that was like rumored to be hooking up with this like extremely. Strange goth girl who like she was she was like very seen very emo and the scene and emo thing was over by this point by the way so it was like really stuck out I mean even at the height of like the emo thing it would have stuck out in rural Missouri but she's a couple years past so yeah. it's like really she's alone in
2: this so I, I was I was in the height uh, so I'm not familiar with that area yeah, yeah yeah yeah
3: so this is this is a little bit past sorry I hate to say I
2: get it I it. know I understand it's, and, it was, and it was not even a little bit it's a lot of bit past it's so funny that I'm not trying to belabor this but it's
3: just like inherently like <laughs> like you're talking about you're talking about leaving letters in the woods to have sex and i'm like look things changed I don't- <laughs>
2: <laughs> like the technological you- difference between <laughs> truly the two of us is staggering and yeah, that's fine, we were on grinder i don't i wish i could i wish i had a phone <laughs> i wish i
0: <laughs>
3: it wasn't good i gotta say i mean grinder in rural missouri still i go home and it's like the closest profile is 55 miles away and it has no picture and i'm like
2: shit is bleak that's out that's still here. better than like look if, if i wanted to use a cell phone in the past i would i would probably carry a suitcase around cuz that's how they <laughs> <laughs> that's what they came in when i was in high school
3: so. i like i literally
2: had a class in high school called introduction to the internet please stop. <laughs> that's, that's how old i am <laughs> that's insane
3: the, yeah, so the guy, this guy on the football team, was like kind of a popular, cool guy, had been hooking up with this goth girl, and I guess it was a big secret, like they weren't telling anyone about it. And then after the thing came out on the Twitter account, they just started publicly dating. I'm pretty sure. I think that was like a a, a twist that they were like, okay, it's out now. Like they were freed by the account.
2: See that's um, That's that's beautiful. the power of gossip. That's beautiful. It fixes I, people's lives because that's the whole point of gossip is that people are constantly hiding truths from each other. And sometimes when a little bit comes out, people are free. How nice. How nice to have this out now. This
3: I didn't, I will tell you the, 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 the principle that you're talking about, though, um, about just getting things out and how nice. That, I will say that one of the, the guys I was hooking up with in high school, we were both in the closet. Um, and he was the first guy I ever hooked up with. And we um, were like friends, but also hooking up in secret. And he decided that he wanted to come out. Like, he was like, I'm going to just be open. And I was like, not for me. I'm at least going to go to college first. Like, I don't want to do that here. Not in this town. I was like, no, man. I was like, and it it really was about the time. I was like, I have like, it's a very conservative town. I was like, I still have to apply for scholarships here. Like, I can't. It's too much. And so he came out and then he was like, I think you should come out too. And we should date. And I was like, again, simply not going to be part of my journey. I was like, it's a no. And I was like, we can keep hooking up if you want, but I'm not coming out and so then he started like outing me to our friends like he started just like going to our friends and be like by the way i'm pretty sure Caleb's gay in fact i know that he is like like one by one and then people were like calling me and being like hey did you hear that he said this and i'd be like no that's crazy i don't know why he would make that up and then i had to like confirm i had to, like go to his house and be like you gotta stop telling people but basically he came out and was like it's boring to be out alone <laughs>
2: So he started telling people that I was
3: gay. And I was like, I'm gonna kill you, bitch. Stop.
2: <laughs> Look, if I came out in high school, I would probably clear out everyone else as well. I that would have been kidding? no choice. I'm so
3: proud of it. He's one of my best friends to this day. He's the person uh, I was texting today. But yeah, I'm like, of course. Duh. you came out and you're like, hello, I've got tea to share. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so happy for him.
2: Look, yeah, I I feel like that's a, the right thing to do. Uh, yeah, I definitely believe that outing people is not the best thing uh, in the world, but also kind of sometimes is. <laughs> Look, it's it's a
3: situation. I think there's a... It's my story, so I get to say... Yeah. It was cool of him. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think, obviously bad for me in the moment, but looking back, yeah. I'm like, roles reversed. Absolutely, I start telling people he's gay. Are you <laughs> I kidding? Have, I would have thrown you under the bus so quickly. <laughs> people
2: would have known so quick. I'm also, yeah, I probably would fall into that category and like and also but i still like there's some people definitely would never out like the amount of secret uh hollywood people that i know that are gay sincere like but also the sad part is they're not the people that you want in the food <laughs> sometimes they are though <laughs> <laughs> i mean
0: hey, you know sometimes, sometimes they, they are. are i don't know <laughs> I to tell it. you both. just a couple
3: here and there but for Look, the most part no most of them are not yeah most of the time you find one out and you're like oh okay
2: All right, Caleb, it's time to read a listener's submission. It's mailbag time. Um, But this is a family drama one that I really enjoyed. So I have some family gossip. There are three sisters in my family. Sister one works for Walt Disney World. And in 2008, she got us all a discount for a Christmas cruise for our extended family, including my parents and all our kids. So that's 15 people total. Two grandparents, three grown sisters, husband, and seven grandkids. Sister 2 is kind of a dick. Okay, she's a total dick. And apparently was a dick to several of the staff and crew of the ship over the course of seven days. Which we really didn't know at the time. When we get back, Sister 1 gets a letter of reprimand from the HR department of the Disney Cruise Line that basically says, a guest of yours was an absolute nightmare on this cruise and was abusive to several staff, and she's banned from the Disney Cruise Line. And if you ever bring anyone like her aboard again, you'll also have your DCL privilege revoked. Um, so she's paraphrasing, but we get the idea. So we cut to the present day, and they're talking, about, uh, they're talking about what our family wants to do for Christmas 2022. And Sister 2 starts talking about taking another Disney cruise. girl. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know she's banned. We all know. Now we're like, how do we steer her away from the cruise idea without spilling? I personally want to tell her the truth because part of why she's a huge asshole in the first place is because she's never held accountable for her asshole behavior. (laughs) 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 Right? That's how that goes. So that is is a fresh piece of gossip that I just got. Let's talk about. (laughs) That is... Really like the level of I feel like the
3: level of uh rude that you have to be for a letter to be sent. Mm-hmm. This bitch had to be truly acting crazy.
2: Well, also like a cruise employee, that's the worst situation to be in. You're on a boat for six months. I'm gonna And you're see trapped you again, in too. a tiny room and you're gonna be rude. Like I like I've been on a cruise and I hate it with my whole heart. You you are trapped in a mall in the middle of the ocean and Ugh God.
3: I would but never do it, by the way. But every need
2: is given. Like you have beverages galore. There's constant, like, there's nothing that she didn't need that wasn't immediate that she could get. So she was just being a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, like what I,
3: I, I struggle to think of like what is even the like. Like you have all the food, you have all the activities. Like I'm struggling to think of
2: like what do you even have to be psycho about? But she found a way so much so that they had to send a letter. A if especially if your sister works for the company, and that's another thing. Is like, also tell her if you're fit, like, I think that's an issue with a lot of. I'm, 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 I'm probably going to assume this person's white. Uh. <laughs> I, I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable personally. <laughs> and it's just that's like not being able to call out your own family doesn't make any sense to me. I call out every member of my family every chance I can get, even if they're like that's like that's a thing we do. And I think uh, call-out culture within white families needs to happen more often.
3: 100%. And how are you <laughs> not going to tell also, even, even beyond just like, it would be one thing if it was like, oh, people thought she was rude. She should know. Oh, I don't want to tell her. That, that would be one thing. That's, I mean, coward behavior anyway. But then she literally got officially banned and you're not going to like
2: forward the letter? Forward That's the letter. That's
3: insane. You, you got like to least send the letter.
2: My brother wouldn't, if my brother was a piece of shit in any situation, he would know in the moment afterwards, and for the rest of his life.
3: If, if if I took my family on a work cruise for the company I worked for, and one of them was so rude they got banned, I would send the letter to the group chat and be like, hey, just so you know, when we never get to go on another family cruise again, this person is why, and tag them.
2: Yeah. Are you tag kidding? Them. Don't call- it would have been a Facebook post. It would have been a Twitter drama. post. It would have been an Instagram post on my stories and on my main. It would have been all boring. I would cause drama. I'd start writing a script about it immediately. <laughs>
3: Stand up, tour, 20 cities, big New theaters. hour, sister bitch. <laughs> Truly. It would not be a secret for me. My, my people would know.
2: That's the mailbag. Thanks for sending in your mail. Reading your submissions is really actually the best part of my week. If you want to hear your story on the show, visit teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. Now it's time for a break, and when we come back, we're going right to the phones.
0: For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection and cold pressed to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com/network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.
2: Welcome back to the juice. I'm here with the always glorious and effervescent Caleb Heron. All right, Caleb. Now's the time in our show when we go to the phone. We call it the juice line. Okay, our board operator is telling me that today's caller is Hannah. Well, let's patch her in. Please hold.
3: Thank you.
1: Hello. Hello, Hannah. Hannah. So let me give y'all some background for where I'm coming from. I was born in Mississippi, but lived most of my life in Alabama. Now I'm in North Carolina. And so I experienced this story, this, this juice, right? Um, in college, from a very long time friend. Um, so the story is essentially there was this one girl in our in our school. We lived outside of Birmingham. Um, it's not in Birmingham because now it's in vogue to be in Birmingham. Like I'm from Birmingham, but a lot of people don't really live in the city. Um, mm-hmm. So we lived outside of Birmingham. Um, I won't tell you the town, but you could probably guess from a list. Um, there was this one girl, and she was really close with my really long term friend, like in the friend groups. They were in the same club, and they all hung out all the time. And mm. so my friend says that one day, uh, this girl told everyone, like, very secretly, that she had terminal cancer.
3: Oh, we, <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah. So we were 11th grade. I didn't know about this till college, and I knew her until college. But essentially how it went is that she... Um, told her close friends that she had terminal cancer. Um, she was like, don't tell anyone. Don't, like, talk to about okay. about it to my parents.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so, like, she was like, oh, you know, it's so serious. They're so sad.
2: It's a nice little cover-up. It's a sad one.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they're in a really tight-knit group. And mm-hmm. I've been having conversations with my friend about why no one, like, said anything. But I think it was, like, the danger and, like, the seriousness of, like, oh. terminal cancer um, that really stopped everyone from, like, saying anything. So mm-hmm. she started beguiling people September 2011. That's when the cancer started, right? When she was um, diagnosed with cancer. Um, and she had all these friends who were, like, supporting her. And actually someone from this friend group just released a nine-minute live, like, you can go see it on Facebook, um, and calls her out by her name, video, talking about the whole cancer situation.
0: No. Oh, <laughs> <Yes. wow. laughs>
1: And so, like, from September 2011 to May 2012, she had people fooled. But essentially, she was really quiet about it. Um, she was like, don't tell my parents. They're so upset. But the parents of her friends, like, knew, right? So they were like, oh, we're so worried. And then huh. she told the person who released the video, um, I would say February 2012, that it was terminal knee cancer
3: Uh, uh, please knee cancer please stop the (laughs) kneecaps what
2: please no how does that even no Uh, (laughs) right
1: (laughs) and I like like do the research (laughs) do the work for your life I like to say that she told this person while on a walk. No,
3: not that. Not any cancer on the walk. And also, I have to say, the the very first if someone ever told me I have cancer, but you can't talk to my parents about it, I'd be like, get the fuck <laughs>
2: out of here! I'm, I'm talking to get your parents the
3: about fuck? this. I'm
0: calling your mom right right now.
2: <laughs> but it's also like, if but something that is so serious that you can fool somebody that you're friends with. Like if I, like if I trust you and you're my friend and you're like, well, I have terminal cancer. I'm like, ah, wow. I guess I have to believe you. Yeah. What kind of friend would I be? You're like, uh-uh. Documents. We run with different people. <laughs> if, if,
3: if, if one of my friends says they have terminal cancer, I do need to talk to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I gotta know. How does she get caught?
1: So, uh, there's a, there's a, some... or interesting to up to the being caught. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Y'all remember the Fault in Our Stars moment that really galvanized, like, teens? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, John Green was really getting a lot of money at that point. So... Up to the point where she was trying drag caught. her, <laughs> Not a fan. I'll say it. I'm not a John Green fan. <laughs> um, but essentially she was like still telling people, not, she like told no one. This friend group was like spending their high school money to go like drive around with her. She had a friend from Ohio who had been in our class who had moved to Ohio fly down to come see her. Like who has that money in like high school, right? And so things that were happening in our school. Relay for Life was really big, um, as it is in a lot of schools. Like, you know, we sell like bad cupcakes and like put mm-hmm. on tons of purple. They were like, you should like uh, tell people for Relay for Life because, you know, it's for cancer research. And she was like, no, I don't want to be a big deal for Relay for Life.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
3: So, she didn't do Relay for Life. That's not how she got found out.
1: No. So, but she was, like, being like, oh, no, none of these big things are, like, so important. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't tell people about my cancer. What happened is that... So, uh, there was, like, a sleepover happening. The person from Ohio might have been there. I might be imagining. But let's imagine for the the drama. (laughs) So, a lot of her friends are at her house. And... Parents of her friends are like worried. So they just because she has cancer, right? They think she has terminal knee cancer. Um, (laughs) So they call her parents and they're like, Oh, yeah, we like want to give Molly bone marrow if we're a match.
3: Please.
1: And then her stepfather is like, He picks up the phone. He's like, Bone, bone can't, what? Bone marrow. And what essentially then happens is that he breaks into like the friendship, like party, and it's like, have you been pretending to have cancer?
2: No.
3: You
1: can take out her name later. But- <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we got to bleep out.
3: <laughs> but he comes into the hangout and just puts her on blast. Front street. You I would been pretending to have knee cancer
2: look, that is a stepdad's job. <laughs> yeah, who else was going to do it? Not mom. The number one stepdad job is to call out the kid that's lying about having yes. <laughs> cancer. <laughs> yeah, it's the biggest <laughs> thing on the list, right? It's, it's like, that's Damn. that's right up there. Like if, like, if that's a stepdad, like, I can't even think it. Like, that's not a dad job at all. Like, that has
3: no. to be... Uh, could you imagine how f- embarrassing that would be in front of all your friends?
1: Yeah, who you'd been deceiving about your terminal knee cancer for, like, nine months at that point. Nine whole months. Yeah,
3: I will say once the knee detail comes out, everybody who's duped after that is it's on them.
2: It's it, really if you hear that be, the girl has knee cancer well, and you're in the, yes, that's that's you. <laughs> well, I know knee cancer is real. I can tell you that. <laughs> I think what? so. No, I think it, it. I think yeah, I think it's a real thing. I think it's no. I don't know. You're lying. You're
3: lying. I don't try to play me on
2: the pod. <laughs> no, <laughs>
3: the it might be.
2: One of the producers in the chat I'm, says I'll, it's real. I'm right here. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, see, I am.
3: I am. I am so sorry to anyone who's ever had <laughs> knee cancer. This will not be cut. I will live in my truth. Knee <laughs> cancer. Yes. It's, no, if it look, 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 look. Let me tell let me tell you something. If you have bone cancer, it happens to exist near the knee, you have bone cancer near the knee. You don't, Yes, you don't have knee <laughs> cancer.
2: It's true. It is bone <laughs> cancer, but it's also they if it's located at the knee, that's where it is at. And you know her current situation at all or
1: Yes. So I didn't know any of this until college. I was mm-hmm. friends with her fresh like senior year of high school she was like on a team I was on um I won't name the team because you already had to bleep out something else but um (laughs) and then like first semester of college we were besties and I will describe her she worked for the government like as an NSA intern um which insert government entity right like big government entity Mm -hmm. um and I don't remember much about her personality but she lived in Boston Recently, so that oh, might okay. encapsulate that for you as who All this right. person is, but yeah. Last time I heard she had another possibly real medical situation and had to get moved out of Boston, so who knows? Manifesting, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, or just another. I don't think she's lying, but it's like,
2: look, hopefully, it's
1: unfortunate. <laughs>
2: Her aspirations come true, and she gets to have the terminal cancer
3: that she wants. I don't I, know. She's <laughs> malevolent. This is a malevolent person. She, after faking the cancer, she went on. She was like, you know what I want to do? I want to I be a guard at Guantanamo Bay or
2: whatever the <laughs> fuck Whatever the fuck she's, she's doing. She's, like, she's working for a major, big government organization that can wipe the history of all the inf- Like, So right. if this podcast never comes out, we'll no, I, we um. know why. We know why she got to us. So Were there any consequences at all from her getting busted? I or? have no
1: clue because I think she was still allowed to do like clubs. I think um, <laughs> the, when the person who put out that nine-minute video, which is like gold, um, they were like, "We just forgive, we just forgave her." But I can't. Ten years later, and I was like, "This is beautiful. This could be a documentary."
2: <laughs> that's that's the part that I love the most. We're holding the grudge for ten more years. Yeah, I will not be
3: forgiving her. Thank you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you
2: thank you for us. asking. <laughs> Thank you so much, Hannah, for giving us this wonderful piece of beautiful, juicy ass gossip because I Thank appreciate you, it with Hannah. my whole heart.
1: Of course. Y'all enjoy it. Revel Thank it. you.
2: <laughs>
3: Thanks, Hannah.
2: <laughs> Perfect, honestly. I
3: Fake cancer. That I mean, that's a level of, I really do respect it. That's a level of wanting and needing attention that mm-hmm. I can't even begin to, to understand.
2: That's just a commitment to the lie. That's the real thing. Like, it's such a big lie to tell and to commit to it. Yeah, that's that's an art form that's lost on adults. It's very much a high school thing where you're like, And I like, I've, cause I've been, I was a liar as a kid. (laughs) I was. For sure. Oh, pathological. Like, and I would like, and also I had siblings. So we'd back up each other's lies. I was a thief. I would steal. See, I, my brothers were thieves. I'd take (laughs) shit all the time. People hated it. They would have things one minute. I'd come over. They wouldn't have things anymore. Well, they shouldn't have had those things to begin with. Right. It was (laughs) mine. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I respect thieves. So that's, uh, thank you for being a thief. Um, (laughs) You're
3: welcome. Thank you for seeing me.
2: Uh, Caleb, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming in again. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. I love you. and I think you're one of the shining little stars on the internet right now. And I just like watching you get more and more famous. And it's gonna make me always happy. Thanks, babe. Same to you. That's the incredible Caleb here on. Follow him on Twitter, IG, and TikTok at Caleb Says Things. Easily the best decision you'll make today or the rest of your life. Uh, and be sure to watch Human Resources on Netflix. His HeadGum podcast with Shelby Wolstein is keeping records. As always, if you want to tell your story on a Juice, send them in by visiting teamcococom slash heyjuice. Also, remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I read them all, I promise.